You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with Chris Lepresti. We call him CeeLo today. Welcome, Fun running uh, down Jets history for oh, the yeah. last 10 years or so with you during the break there. Absolutely. You know, Jerry, on, uh... Our friend Jerry will be back tomorrow. Of course, yes. Uh, and uh, Boomer and Gio are here. They'll be here at 6 o'clock. Yes. Now, we want to talk about your team, CeeLo, the New York Giants. to call them my team. Well, I mean, um, yes, that is fair. I I've had a, a love-hate relationship with the Giants over the years. And right now I'm in a I'm in a medium spot with them. A medium spot. A medium spot. And this didn't take you over the edge to a love spot, positive spot. No, I'm I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy they're getting in the mix. I'm happy they're in the playoffs. I like Brian Dayball. I like Saquon. I like Daniel Jones. I don't love them. I like them. Okay. Lukewarm. Lukewarm because you know this was the first time they scored thirty points in like yeah over and, two years. <laughs> that's insane. Yep. That is not to me a playoff team. Uh, you got Daniel Jones having to put the team on his back, throwing touchdowns. Run. I don't like that Daniel Jones runs so much. I know that's a very positive part of his, but the guy takes a lot of hits. He does. He's also a big man. Is he? Yes. It's a very. It actually is very hard to tell when you're out there amongst large men well, as, as compa- to who the like, big men are. Sometimes the running quarterbacks, you know, they are more on the slight side. Yeah. Like if you... Like a slim fella? Yeah, or just not a lot to them. Not to say Daniel Jones is heavy or anything like that, but he's got a big... He's a big dude, man. I believe he's like 6'5". You know, he's got... He's filled out. Now, does that wear on a guy over time? Absolutely. But like... I would say this. I would. I look at him and his his body frame, his physique reminds me more of Josh Allen than it does like a Lamar Jackson. Is that fair? Uh, all right. See, I think Lamar Jackson's a tough. Well, dude. he put on weight this year. He did, but pretty pretty thin guy. Yeah, Un- understandably so. I mean, he's a, he's electric. He's got a ton of speed. He's obviously more. I would say more explosive as a runner than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has it as a part of his game. It's definitely above average. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I think he picks his spots. thought yesterday they did a great job. It seemed like the Colts were s- sold out to stop Saquon Barkley, and the Giants were prepared for that. There was a lot of sleight of hand, play action, naked bootlegs, getting him out on the edge. You know, it wasn't like he was dropping back in the pocket and, you know, evading four tacklers and then sprinting down the field. Now, we do know that the Colts suck. Yeah. Right. 
that we know. Nick Foles, I don't know what's going on with that guy. The call, they're just they're a mess. <sighs> But yeah. the Giants did what they were supposed to do, right? Because the narrative was that yeah, they should they should win, but they don't blow teams out. That's so, what I thought you know, was going to happen. I was going to be people. close. Like they were like a five and a half point favorite, and I saw a lot of the pro betters. Oh, good value with the Colts. Yeah, yeah. And in that, that first quarter, yeah, yeah looked, I know. But yeah. that it was so weird because uh, I don't even know who was announcing the game. I don't know who like who was the the player. I didn't. Have, I had did not have the sound on because again, I'm monitoring all the games yesterday. Um, I know it was a CBS game. Yeah, it was a CBS game, and I just don't know who the announcers were. But I'm not gonna one of the that. one of the announcers when the, at the start of the second quarter, he goes like this: uh, "The Colts have been outscored in the second quarter, seventy-five to nothing in the past. Like it was legitimately <laughs> seventy-five to nothing being outscored in the second quarter." And oh, it was uh, Kevin Harlan and Trent Green? Trent Green. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I knew it was. I knew the announcer, right, Kevin Harlan. Yeah, I didn't know Trent who, who, who gotcha. the former player was because yep. he kept referencing it as a former player. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then right after he says the Colts get outscored seventy-five nothing in the second quarter, the Giants is boom, 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 game over. Game over. Yep. That Landon Collins pick six, that ended the game. Six. Good night. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll tune in for the rest just to see <laughs> how the team looks. But make that sure was no it. major injuries. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. What did you make of the uh, Kayvon Thibodeau uh, sack and the uh, the Snow Angel celebration? Did you think that he was aware that Nick Foles was writhing in pain right next to him? <laughs> I'll take him at his word that yeah. he didn't know at that point. The thing that I have a, a question mark after the game, oh, I wasn't aware. But then you came to the sideline and did the going to sleep thing. Right. Like you had to <laughs> once you stood up and came out of your Snow Angel celebration, you had to have known. At that point, that it just it didn't look it was a bad look. What he was right there. What he was doing the snow angel. He actually did one time glance <laughs> over. Right, and yeah. it's almost like how did his arms not make contact with yeah. him? And you know? it, or his leg did for sure. Yeah, and and look, I don't. I'm not down there. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, based on Nick Foles' bodily reactions, like unless he got the wind knocked out of him as part of it, like you have to think he's making some sort of in distress noise, like you know? or something, like oh. Okay. Like yeah. your drops that Eddie plays. Yeah, yeah. I and and you know, I know the Colts. Some of the offensive linemen called him out after the game. Yeah. Was it Ryan Kelly? I forget the exact word he used, but it's like he called it horse bleep. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you guys come over and like yes, do them. something or whatever? Just, I mean, you know, I'm not saying get thrown out of the game or get a penalty, but like something. You know, you drop kinda, a whole Kogan now, leg on. Maybe them. they're concerned about their teammates, or they're hovered over him, waiting for the medical staff to come out. But like. It was just odd to me that they're, if they were that That's heated true. about it, there was really no confrontation there at all. Right. Because sometimes a, we the offensive linemen come, go after guys for far less. Absolutely. Like the Giants did it. Um, I want to say it was in the second half on the play where Jones went down the slide, and the well, I think it was a linebacker came in and made some contact near. The, and Jones actually banged his. That's right. I think it was before his last rushing score. Because if you watch the replay, his helmet banged on the turf, and you're thinking, oh, they're going to pull him out, spotter, and check him, which. Of course, didn't happen again. And then it was either next play or a couple of plays later was the naked bootleg in his last touchdown run. So obviously he was fine, but he has a large neck. I'll give him that. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones, yeah, he's a big dude, man. Yeah, I well, think so if you ever was... met him in person, you would be like, oh, yes, okay. Which is weird because like when I've seen Eli in person, he's big. No, like to me, he's not. Oh, he's big. not. Um, he's, he's not muscular. He's tall. Oh yeah, no. Daniel Jones is a more 
physical, athletic. Like we make the Eli comparisons a lot. Yeah, especially the, the look, the way they talk. Yes, the temperament. But yeah, Jones is is the by far the superior athlete, and that's not a knock on Eli. It just is what it is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So now uh, next week's game against the Eagles means nothing. For the Giants, For correct. the Giants. Yes. For the Eagles, it means a lot. For the Eagles, they lost yesterday, so they missed out again on a chance to lock up the division as well as the one seed. So, do you think uh, that uh, Dable's going to rest some of these Giants players and give this Eagles a win? Vegas thinks he's going to rest them because I believe they're almost a two touchdown underdog, if not a full two touchdown underdog, against the Eagles next week. Because if the if the Giants were to beat the Eagles, that could help the Cowboys to Cowboys or the Forty Niners. Or the Niners, you have three teams mathematically still alive for the top seed in the NFC, but. The Eagles are probably with the Giants. Well, if they rest their eyes. So yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have that will be a meaningless game locally. The Jet game matters for the Dolphins. Uh, right, meaningless but, for the Jets. But we want to see if they throw out Zach Wilson out yeah, there. Yeah, and then from the Dolphins' standpoint, I mean, just like the Jets, they have wilted five straight losses. They lost on their control of their own destiny, as they like to say. And they've got quarterback issues. Tua, we don't know. Right. Teddy Bridgewater comes out yesterday, apparently broken finger. So you're talking Skylar Thompson potentially here. Skylar Thompson, Zach Wilson, week 18. Get excited. <laughs> By the way, another quarterback that I've gotten many calls for over the season regarding the Jets and like a, who's a guy the Jets should get. Yes. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Comes up all the time. Yeah. He yeah. didn't play well yesterday. No. He played very well, I thought, last week against the Cowboys. That's probably a glimpse of what he would offer you Correct. in an extended run. Right. Some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. You know, he can like play, everybody can play else. in the league, but not going to take you over the top. Now, the Giants are, uh, they're they're not just penciled in the sixth seed. They are engraved their in the sixth seed. Their seat is locked. Yes. Okay, their seat is locked. So they are going to either play in San Francisco or in Minnesota. Those are the only options, correct? As far as I know, yeah. That's what I I think the more likely outcome is Minnesota. So we're looking at a repeat of the game we got a couple weeks ago where they were, you know, franchise record long field goal away from at least getting to overtime. Right, because you certainly like their chances better than going in San Francisco. On paper, sure. On paper, yes. But as we know, Al, these games are That's why they play the games. Not played on paper. That's why. But no, I mean, the Niners are, are rolling. I mean, yeah. they can throw any quarter. I mean, Brock Purdy's been looking great. They've won nine in a row for the first time since 1997. You know what that means? They're due for a loss. They that are one, that's due one for way, a loss. That's one way to look at that's it. That's how I look at it, positively, sure. New Jersey. You know, you go out there, you play the Niners, and somehow Brock Purdy gets hurt early yeah. on in the game. Where do they go from there? I don't know. Josh don't Johnson. Oh, right, Josh Johnson. I think. I don't know if they've added anybody else since <laughs> No, then. I think you're right. I think it's Josh well, I know, Johnson. Well, I know they added him in the short term, but like, you know, these teams, like yesterday, not that anyone cared about Cardinals-Falcons, but I was like, oh, what happened to Trace McSorley? David Blau? Where did, where did he come from? He's playing for the Cardinals? Yeah. So you never know. He was like, I, I believe I read he was the 64th quarterback this season. Well, now. him and Stidham were the new ones from yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he was then 65th Stidham. 
No, I think it was 64. They were, they I'm were just counting saying they were those? 63 and 64. Oh, I see. Yeah, I believe. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. It's a lot of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a it's lot. It's a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. Considering there's uh, only how many teams in the league? 32. 32? Yeah. So two for each on average. Two for each. Yeah. Well, Jets, let's just think of how many of the Jets ran out there. Four. <laughs> no, well, as a starter, three. Starters, three, yeah. Yeah. No Strebler start. No Strebler. Maybe that's coming in week seven, week 18. No, let me ask you this. Tonight we get <laughs> Bengals-Bills. Yeah. Does this game mean something? Sure. Bengals would clinch their division with a victory. The Bills are still trying to secure the one seed in the AFC. They can't clinch that tonight, but a win would go a long way towards putting them in the driver's seat because then they would just have to beat the Patriots next week in order to get that. I feel like the games yesterday, like prior to the games kicking off, the playoff scenarios were... It was way too many. It was like, this team's got to do this and this team. Yeah, it's, it's always too that, complicated. This time of year, it always is that way. But then, like, after yesterday, we got a lot We got a lot more clarity. When the dust settles. The dust settled. Yes. And now we've got a couple different... Uh, so, there, we're getting Saturday games again this week. Two. Two of them. You're getting Chiefs, Raiders. And that's for it's Chiefs really, it's to not, be number one? Well, I mean, it doesn't... I don't think there's a scenario, maybe there is, where it's like a win and lock for them. I don't think so because if the if the Bills lose tonight, I think it puts the Bengals in position for the one seed. Those are the three teams in the AFC. Were these t- were these two Saturday games flexed or just the nighttime? Every, one? No, they were both. So everything I, was everything week eighteen was TBD. That's what I mean. So why why make that game the Chiefs Raiders? There's some question about why they did that, as well as putting the Jaguar Titan game. In the Saturday night slot, well, that's for the NFC South because it might be AFC. the AFC South. Yeah, it might be the <laughs> only of the games that has both teams, you know, Vying playing for something. for something. But it feels like a wild card game, right? And we had a last year. They it was similar, but it was the Sunday night game was the Chargers Raiders, which was basically a play in. That's where you'll see the power of the NFL. If on Saturday night, even though it means something, a Titans Jaguars right. two smaller markets, <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't look exciting. That's my guess is that's why they I understand the implic the playoff implications, but like is anyone all that excited no. about Jaguars Titans other than fans of those teams Sunday night? I guess maybe. I mean, I don't know. So you've got uh I don't know, I, I the I think it's Bengals Ravens. People are thinking could potentially end up the Sunday nighter. Oh, okay. Oh, they haven't announced that yet. Right. But that we'll, oh, we won't tonight. find out until tonight's either Coolest during tonight's played. game if it's if the the outcome seems to be in hand or right after. Like I do, the Saturday night games came out shortly after Sunday night football ended last night. I do like the um that they do this for week eighteen. It feels like wrestling. Yeah, a lot of they... people are into it. Like the guys that I get in the group chat with that work here or used to work here, like the hundreds of texts trying to figure it out. And they were all convinced Jaguars tie out. It's going to be the Sunday. Night. I almost I didn't do it because I was it was late. And I needed to get a nap. I'm so glad you guys spend days trying to figure this out, and you you know swung and missed and dead wrong. About yeah, the, they moved that game to Saturday. Night. It's just Saturday night game. Yeah. All right, see, so let's take a break. When we come back, let's do some more NFL non Jets non Giants related. It's an NFL Monday. It's Al. an NFL Monday, and then Boomer and Gia will be here right at six o'clock. Oh.